Hello team, it's Pam here from Alt Marketing School. I have a question for you right now and that is what would happen if you could market to hearts and not brains? What would you think would happen if you knew that you could make the world a better place with positive impact marketing but putting purpose and results first? If you want to find out, then come and join us for the Alt Marketing Certification. Our six-week digital bootcamp for professionals who want to do marketing differently and advance their career along the way. Join me and our six incredible teachers to learn how to advance your career with confidence by applying effective systems and frameworks to the latest trends. The next cohort is coming up soon, so I would love to have you join us. And all you have to do is apply to join at altmarketingschool.com slash learn. Go to altmarketingschool.com slash learn to apply for the next cohort of all marketing school certification. Hello and welcome to Make an Impact Show, a podcast run by Creative Impact Co. Our mission is to help creatives grow their business, hone their marketing, and share their stories via outstanding content. We're back! I was trying to shout, actually. <laughs> Hello, good, good day, Amy. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm really happy that I'm not alone anymore. I was doing this when I did the intro. I was like, oh, I'm on my own. Oh, nice talking to myself. So it's nice to have a friendly face and voice with me. I'm very excited today because I'm going to talk about one of my favorite topics. And I know it's not necessarily everybody's favorite topic, which is better understanding conversions and how to actually use tools like ads on social media. And I know that we were having a chat right before this and you and me were telling you about your experience or, or lack thereof when it comes to ads as well and why you basically don't, you don't remember the last time you went on Facebook pretty much to actually click on an ad. And I guess that's really interesting because it's a great reminder that not all of us use ads and also sometimes we don't really know how and why we should use it for ourselves and how it can work, I think. And that's like a big thing, I realize. Yeah, I agree. I think it's also a really good reminder to never put all your eggs in one basket because maybe 10 years ago, I was using Facebook all the time. But now there are so many different social media platforms. Like I went Instagram most of the time, but then I'm trying to use Twitter a bit more just to spread myself out. But yeah, I think it's a good reminder that you think you use Facebook all the time. So that's where everyone should be seeing your ad. But actually they might not be there. So I think, it, yeah, being able to understand as you say, the conversions that come from it are really helpful in knowing where to best put your efforts. And also want to add to that, because that's such a great point. The thing about Facebook ads these days, the, the interesting element of it and the reason why people are interested in it is mainly because of his Instagram poll. So instead of maybe like the fact that it will be shown across Instagram, Facebook, and also some partners, which I will explain because we don't talk about it in this, this episode, it means that even some apps, will actually show your ad within the app because of the way that Facebook works with networks and partners. So I think it's really understanding, and I wanna say this because you listen to this episode, you get quite excited about ads if, if this is what you wanna achieve, but really ask yourself, what is your goal and how could more exposure, especially on Instagram, because that's where a lot of people are using Facebook ads on these days. How can that help you? Is it just the brand awareness? Is it 
lead generation? Is it something that you feel is relevant to you? Because again, it's like one of those things, um, the lovely Charlotte, who's our guest today, said funnily enough that she would never talk about Facebook ads, which was uh, advertising is her background uh, on her feed because people were not interested. And in the last four months, everybody wants to talk about sales. Everybody wants to talk about ads. So it's really interesting to see how, you know, we start to try and think about creative ways to use these tools as well. So again, don't think just about Facebook ads as Facebook is actually a lot more about Instagram these days. And do you want to know, Amy, the best piece of advice that Charlotte gives us today? I do, I do. Never boost your posts. That's what she says to us. That's really interesting because just looking at it from an Instagram perspective, that is something that's always like, oh, promote your post to more people. That's something that they always comes up, doesn't it, on every single post, even your stories now. And it's really irritating. I love that. I was thinking about that because every so often you get really like chuffed. It starts with chuffing you and says, mm, this post performed incredibly well. Why don't you promote it? And you're like, I see you, Instagram. I see you. And that's exactly that. <laughs> and that's exactly what we're going to talk about with Charlotte today. She's actually going to tell us why you shouldn't fall for the trick and actually what you can do instead. So it's going to be a very insightful chat, even if you're not sure whether or how you want to use ads. It gives you that understanding of how people have used them and why it can be a great tool depending on your strategy. Just to give you some context, the lovely Charlotte Reynolds is a digital marketing specialist, a coach and an educator who works with experts in yoga and wellness to grow powerful online business through digital strategy and paid advertising. I'm really excited to have her here today. She's also a podcast host and she is actually speaking at the time of recording from Ibiza. So she will, uh, she was actually having a little cheeky drink as we were chatting as well, end of the day. So I really hope you're going to enjoy this. And Amy, I hope it gets you to maybe like think about ads in a different way and see how they have evolved for us as well. Yeah, I'm excited. I think I do have a lot to learn. So yeah, let's dive straight in. Hello, everyone. Hello, Charlotte. Hi. <laughs> How are you and your gorgeous cocktail doing this fine afternoon? Yeah, I'm doing really well. Yeah, I have to admit, I'm sipping a mojito while we record this, but I'm good, thanks. So there will be casual clinking, and then you can just think about imagining her like lying right now on a beach. She's not, but you can imagine that, like drinking and sipping. <laughs> Talking about Facebook ads and ad strategy, I think is the best way to talk about that sort of topic, I think. Definitely, definitely. Why not? <laughs> Before we get into the topic, which in itself, I'm sure is going to lead us to wonderful and marvelous places as well. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you three quick questions just to warm us up even more. Are you ready for the challenge? Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> I, li- I like to really set the scene and the people look terrified and it's just for my enjoyment. I promise it's not that bad. All right, the first question for you, Charlotte, is what is the first job you had and what did you learn from it? Yeah, I, my first ever job, I was a glass collector in my nan. My nan used to have an Irish club and I used to collect the glasses. And what did I learn that like, this is before the days of no smoke in bars. So that, you know, a child probably shouldn't be working in a really smoky building because it really hurts. (laughs) (laughs) That hasn't helped me in my current business, but like, that's probably what I took away from it. (laughs) Also don't exploit your grandkids. 
I mean, both of them are very interesting lessons. I would definitely say the first one is probably like a, a rule across the board for ch- children's safety anyway. But <laughs> I just love how, how, how kind of cute and random that was as well. That is absolutely brilliant. <laughs> Second question. Uh, this is a bit we're going closer to right now, closer to today. I'm asking you, what is the best investment that can be £100 or less? Or it can also be something free, but not over 100 that you made in the last six months? Mm, well, probably, <laughs> this is a bit of far-fetched, but probably, oh no, it's way, that was more than a hundred pounds. Okay, I know. I started working from a workspace. I moved to Ibiza and I was just overworking from my bedroom in London. And I was like, I'm just not being productive. So um, actually there's a big like entrepreneurial community in Ibiza and a lot of people were going to this particular workspace. So yeah, I signed up to work from a workspace and it was kind of great, great to network, great to just get in that work zone. It was like 120 euros. So that's about a hundred pounds. Exactly. We'll make that count. We'll make that count. Yeah, hundred percent. I like that was the panic of the conversion, but yeah, Uh, as close as it gets to 100 so we'll, we'll get to that and again I love that to be honest I think it's at the time of recording obviously for us in the UK but in general like things are still obviously a bit rocky you never know how much what, what can you do and I think the missing of actually being able to change your own physical space is something that I've been missing myself so I can see how that can be a really good thing to do as well. Yeah, sometimes you do find that your kind of motivation and drive really is impacted by where you are. So, yeah, being around 100%. other people, getting some stuff done, it, it does help. A thousand percent. I cannot agree more. Now, last but not least, this is a quickie. A trivia category you'd be really good at and why? So a trivia category. You can also create one yourself, by the way. I'm not fast. What's trigger? Trivia. Oh, trivia. <laughs> um, a trivia category I'd be really good at. Boy zone. That is Band, definitely specific. Yeah. yeah, I used to study the annuals, so pretty much know everything. <laughs> okay, can you tell people that, I mean, I know boys on art, and I think it probably comes from being the same sort of like generation, but can you tell anybody who doesn't know who boys on art, who they were, please? Yeah, Boyzone were a band from like the mid 90s, a boy band, Irish boy band. They were like, they actually did have more number ones than Take That, just in case, you know, we were comparing, but they were just before Take That. And yeah, you know, typical boy band, but the best. (laughs) (laughs) The best and like the underdogs in a way, because you almost, I mean, we also have Westlife and I think also Westlife were a bit like overlooked. But again, I'm, I'm a child of the 90s, so I could go on with, you know, five and everybody else. Like, obviously, Backstreet Boys, don't touch them. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's one of those things when you're like, there's always a, like the little boy bands. But I've been a while since I heard of Boys On, so love that one. Very specific. Yeah, bringing it back. <laughs> that is very specific. That's what I listen to when I'm working. Just like Boys Own mix playlist. No, it's not really. In, in, in your working <laughs> but they do space. feature. <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. Well, thank you for that. Now, segueing again back into one of the things that I know that you're really passionate about and also one of the topics that we get asked about a lot. And I think there's a very interesting take when it comes to strategy and then, 
you know, talking about obviously yourself and what you do, uh, which you can give us a bit more context. Obviously, we talked about it uh, in the introduction, but I think it would be nice to get a bit from yourself. And I would like to ask you also for what you do, obviously, you can tell us more about. Also, where does it draw the interest on when it comes to like strategy and ads? Why do you think that really fits with what you do and how you help people? Yeah, well, so my back, I've been in advertising since I started like working properly. Um, I started in the London advertising agencies and I've always had roles in digital, um, digital display, paid ads on Facebook, Google. They've kind of been my jobs and I did that for like, I don't know, like nearly a decade. And then I started my own business because I trained to become a yoga teacher and I realized that there was a lot of help needed in that kind of space people starting out like how do I advertise myself how do I promote my classes how do I promote my workshops what do I need to get going as a business owner because I don't really teach you any of that stuff so I started working with yoga teachers and people in the wellness space so doing workshops and they were in-person workshops you know all back in the day um and then they became online workshops and then they became courses and now actually a big part of what I do is um coaching and also I have an agency where I work with a small number of clients and I actually look after their paid advertising so kind of I guess everything that I do falls under digital advertising, strategy, coaching, delivery for businesses and like entrepreneurs in the wellness space. So yoga teachers, coaches. Um, I'll tell you yeah. a fun fact with that. Thank you so much for sharing it. And it gives us a great background. Yeah. I'll tell you a little fun fact about what you just mentioned, because I love that you mentioned actually that there's a lot of help needed when it comes to yoga teachers. If people, I've read my first book and they've been following for a long enough we're talking about six seven years ago my first ever course before even creative impact was born was marketing for yoga teachers so we would have been right in the zone that was your first thing that you did your first, first ever course. course first ever course i did other stuff before that but the first ever course was that oh my god and why did you stop because the market wasn't ready literally the market wasn't ready mm. it's really interesting like you know being ahead of your times can be a great thing but sometimes you're too far ahead and it's just it it, it didn't like it was like mm, there wasn't enough interest and I think a lot of yoga teachers were still not uh you know branching out as much and maybe there mm. was not as many either it's really interesting how things change and you know what? I totally hear you because my background is completely in paid advertising but you know what when I started doing this the market wasn't ready for paid ads. Honestly, every time I was sharing content about paid ads, it was like crickets. Anytime I would share content about how to use Instagram stories, it was like, this is so amazing. Like we need help with this. And I was like, okay, fine. Well, I'll just kind of park that and I'll do that for my clients in the background. But all of my content was very much organic content. Now, all of a sudden, everybody wants to know about Facebook ads. And I kind of think, should I have been focusing on it before and being ahead of the curve? But at the same time, like they're just people now that people have more things to promote for themselves, courses, workshops, programs. Now, suddenly paid ads is really, really important. And it's and, it, and it's a focus. 
for people. I think there's something to be said about that. And I 110% agree with what you were saying as well. You know, in a way, there is an element of at least understanding that maybe you are behind of times, but it doesn't mean that it's not going to come. And you realizing that also helped you now, obviously, being able not just to help people with it. And obviously, you have your wealth of experience with it, but also now you can be more open and mixing up the content that you share by bringing more awareness but it's good that you actually were able to identify that and the reason why, because I was going to actually ask you, why do you think is that? And I agree. So much mm. more content, so many more products that you can sell, especially online. And the fact that I also believe that the platforms, including Instagram, which obviously is the BFF of Facebook because it's the same company, allow us so many new features and so many new ways to really use the advertisement. I mean, I don't need to tell you, but if anybody's listening and did use Facebook ads six years ago, I did too. I also did it for a company we used to work for. So we're going back 10 years now. And I used it 10 years mm. ago. And Charlotte's face is my face because I was like, whoa, it was so much harder. It was so much different. Obviously, it came with different <laughs> pros and cons, I think. But I don't know if you remember that. Well, can I ask you actually on that point, when it comes to the old ways and with Facebook ads and how it has evolved, is there something that was working before that you were actually made it easier or more enjoyable or do you feel like is only improved for the better if you know what I mean mm, I mean so it's actually so fun to hear from somebody who also remembers it from back in the day because I feel like I'm just a veteran in a way like when I talk about how Facebook ads used to be I can't even explain how clunky it used to be business manager was awful it was so awful that you actually couldn't even use business manager you had to use like a third-party platform Agreed. to make it easier it was that bad um but yeah it's got a lot easier now um obviously they want more people to be spending money on ads but things that have changed i think it is a lot harder to get results now than it was before i think just running an ad before you could get the best results compared to any other kind of advertising. Working in a, in the social team, you would get easily better results than anybody in display, anybody doing the YouTube, anybody doing like any other marketing. It was just so easy. If anything, clients were trying to give you so much budget, you couldn't even like spend it. Whereas now you have to get a lot more clever with not just running an ad to a particular thing, but thinking more carefully about the whole funnel. So you can't just say, here's my group program, sign up. You have to think, right, how am I gonna get people on my list? How am I gonna get people to join my webinar? How am I then gonna follow up with the webinar? How am I then gonna promote the course? All this stuff that you never really had to think about before you now do. And also copy, you used to just be able to say, buy this toothpaste or whatever <laughs> and then that'd be enough but now you know the copy it's like these elaborate stories and people have wised up and there's a lot of demand now for Facebook ads there's a lot more ads on the feed competing for people's attention so I guess in summary I'd say they're just a little bit harder and more sophisticated but that's going to happen isn't it? I agree. And also think is a great reminder as well that one of the principles when it comes to placement as well, which is where Facebook is going to show your ads or Instagram is a bidding process. So obviously the more traction you get, the more it's going to be shown. So you also have to remember that. And I think obviously I would love to hear from you now as well. But I think when I talk to people, whether it's members of the Creative Impact Collective or sometimes even just clients for other reasons, just to give them an idea. It's not my speciality, but obviously marketing consultant I know of that 
And I do explain that they also need to understand how the system works because you're like, well, your ads is not being shown. Why is that? You assume that it would be. It's like, well, you're not obviously making the most of the budget because it's not shown because it's not optimized. And so Facebook is not really showing it as much. And I think understanding the basics just helps you feeling a bit more savvy about how you're spending your budget or like somebody yourself can help them spend their budget because I think otherwise you wouldn't understand what you're doing wrong and I wanted to ask you actually about misconceptions this for me is a big one but because that's where I experience a lot when I talk to people is there any other misconception that you find even to this day associated to ads especially yeah I mean one of the main things I'm constantly saying to people is don't boost your posts like just don't please like it's just a surefire way to just throw your money in the bin it's worth either reaching out to someone for help or training to learn how to do them properly within ads manager and ads manager is a fleet a free software that you can use owned by facebook and it gives you all the proper like full capabilities to run really good ad campaigns if you're boosting posts and you're going okay well it's got more likes and it's got more comments like so what do you want more likes and comments really or do you want people to sign up for your stuff do you want them to add their name to your list like what do you actually want and boosting posts is like one of the biggest mistakes i see i guess another thing you're saying about biddable yeah so the way it works is you are setting certain rules within the algorithm you're saying right well i want to to achieve this action so whether it's people converting on your website in some way maybe it's driving traffic to your website maybe it's watching a video you're telling facebook what you want to see you're telling them how much to spend and you're telling them who you want to target and then you kind of just let the algorithm do its thing really There's a lot of testing that is involved. I think when you think about boosting a post, you're just boosting that one post. But when you're running an ad campaign properly, you're doing a lot of testing. You're testing different audiences. You're testing different graphics. You're testing a video versus an image. You're testing different copy. And if you're like into that kind of thing, if you like numbers and dashboards, like it's pretty fun. Like, I don't know. If you're like, oh, that sounds awful. Maybe it's a good idea if you want to play around with ads to to like hire someone, outsource it and see what kind of results it can get. Because, yeah, like ads aren't really going to go anywhere. And it's worth if you're going to spend money as much or as little as that is, is it for it to be worthwhile and it's worth doing it properly? That's what I say. Can I ask you actually on that note? Because I believe, again, I'm thinking about some of the objections now that some people might have, mm-hmm. which, again, comes a lot from individuals. Like, you know, yes, like what well, it even can be, obviously, the wellness entrepreneurs, the yoga teachers, the other type of experts and creatives. And you're thinking, OK, I've got my products. I want to start boosting it and pushing it. What I hear a lot when people ask me what would be the most effective way for me to do run ads. And I kind of go with what you say. I say, well, if you can, maybe you can outsource that. Because as you said, and just because you mentioned it, I want to repeat it. Please don't boost your posts. I'm, I'm, on, the, I'm on the camp. You know what? Charlotte, so many discussions with people. I'm like, please don't. There's so many better ways. Like literally your ads manager can allow you to target so many custom people in a much more effective way. But as you said, sometimes it's not your speciality. You don't have the time. So there's still that objections that people have. That is, I don't want to outsource ads because 
is really expensive and I don't know if you ever mm-hmm. heard that as I like, you know how you know how can I justify that cost on top of the cost of the ad have you found that type of conversation also happening because I find that like when it comes to individuals as well is a big hurdle to actually take the next step and feeling confident around it yeah I mean if you're hiring somebody who knows what they're doing then it's gonna cost money it's not it's not like they just set them up and it takes, you know, like an hour. There's a whole load of work that needs to go up front, setting up your ad account, really deciding on your strategy. And that's a really big part of it. It's not just the knowledge of how to add your audiences and upload your email list. Like that's not that hard to figure out. It's that kind of strategic mindset as to, right, what are we actually trying to do here? And it's that ad strategy. Um, and that's where it's worth getting really clear on it and yeah it, it can be it can be an investment but then there's some people like myself <laughs> who um will do a kind of so I've got this product where it's called over my shoulder Facebook ads and this is for people who can't afford to outsource completely but also don't really want to just do a course and learn about like a really generic way to set up ads it's a kind of meet in the middle so I will, and I've been doing this actually with a lot of coaches. This seems to be really popular with coaches. I will basically set up the ad campaign while we do a screen share and you can record it. And I explain what I do as I go, why I'm doing what I'm doing. And then we run the campaign together. So then going forward, yes, you've got an investment up front because you pay for the kind of training, but then you really can just duplicate the way it's set up and run it every time again for yourself, but just change the copy, change the creative based on the product that you're advertising. So I think that's a really, that's been so popular because that is a common thing. You know, I can't outsource to an agency. I kind of want to learn to do it myself, but like, I just need somebody to show me. So. And I think it also goes back to something that you mentioned, which is key, which is also the confidence and the understanding of this strategy just because that actually is is a big help as well instead of just thinking about obviously as you say the setup which you could learn if you really wanted to on a course you could Mm -hmm. learn about some Mm -hmm. of the basics and one thing that I'm going to mention on my side that I love doing because I again it's not what I would do day in and day out so I like to be updated and because we're spending money on ads then Facebook likes to talk to you if you do so. So if you are a newbie but you're already starting to put some money onto your ads and you just want to almost get a bit of guidance also from Facebook. Another option, which I would be honest, I find it works best if you are a bit confident in the topic because then you can actually give them some feedback. But you can actually have, I'm pretty sure you know, like these free calls with some of the Facebook specialists for ads because obviously they're like, you're investing in us. We're going to talk to you to make sure that you keep investing. And I think if you are a bit more confident and you want that check-in, that could be another alternative. It's actually a great alternative and so many people don't know Mm. that they can actually ask Facebook and get to talk to a specialist and have a chat and kind of help them kind of refine a bit of their strategy. Doesn't have to work for everyone. As I said, it works for me because I understand how it Mm -hmm. works, but I found it really interesting. A lot of people don't know about that as well. Yeah. I've never had one of those calls, but I can see how they're valuable. (laughs) I'm pretty sure you wouldn't need one, but you know what I mean? I'd be arguing with them like, no. No, I've de- actually, I don't think that's true. <laughs> I've done that before. It doesn't work that way. And then it's like, yeah. Sorry. But that's the thing. It's really interesting to see, though, that, you know, there is still a place for understanding how ads work. But also there's 
to me, there's, there's a saying that, you know, a lot of people think about how can I get to point B without thinking about the strategies that goes beyond. So I wanted to yeah. ask you, actually, what would be one question? Because I'm sure there is plenty of pointers. And um, but what would be one question that people can ask themselves to almost start thinking about their own strategy? So not just, okay, creating an ad, great. But what would be one question to make sure that, you know, what you're doing works for you, not because you saw X, Y, and Z doing it for themselves? Yeah. I say the thing that I always just need to know from anybody who wants to do ads, if they want to work together, or just the one thing people need to ask themselves is, what am I actually trying to achieve? Like, what, that is the basic of, basis of any strategy, really. Like, what, what am I trying to achieve? Because if you don't know what you're trying to achieve, how do you know what you're going to do? And how do you know if what you've done has worked? And that's a common thing is running ads and I'll go, right, well, how did they go? And I'll be like, mm, do you know what? I don't, I don't know. And I'm like, okay, well, what were you trying to do? So oh, I don't know, really. <laughs> like, you, you're not going to know whether it was, a, whether it worked or didn't if you're not super clear on what your KPI is. So your KPI is in, right, well, I'm trying to get clicks to this page or I'm trying to get sales of this thing. Because also that's another thing, when you know what you're trying to do, you can make sure that you're measuring it properly. And that's really important as well. If you aren't able to measure the results, then you're not gonna know what to optimize towards and you're not gonna know whether it worked. And that's the beauty of digital is that you can measure things way more, in a way more advanced way than other kind of advertising. You know, you can't track things, like let's say you appear on a podcast and you might get some inquiries from it. Unless somebody tells you, like you don't really know. Um, but if, for example, you run a, an ad and you can track the journey of somebody from clicking on the ad to landing on the page to then going to a thank you page, you know the direct result of, of that investment or that piece of marketing. So yeah, get really clear on what you're trying to do so that you can measure it, basically. Love it. Data geek from, to, to a data geek from a data geek. I do love my measuring. I do love to understand. <laughs> it just, as you say, though, it's so true. You just understand where you're putting your efforts and then you're able to see really what has worked and what hasn't. And mm -hmm. as you mentioned, it's just a question that we need to ask ourselves. And I suppose that because when you work with people, you ask them, they realize that they haven't asked it to themselves in the first place. And that's a big yeah, thing. Yeah, because I know the sexy answer is to say, oh, you know, what image are you going to use? Like, are you going to use an image of your face or are you going to use a video? But like, really, that's the very last thing to think about. That is the final piece of the puddle. puzzle is what your ad gonna, is going to look like. There's so much work to be done up front before you get to that point. And I think that's very important because that's what I stand by when it comes to, you know, anything marketing is hacks and tactics are very sexy. Don't get me wrong. They do for a very good Instagram reel. If you're watching a reel mm -hmm. about hacks, we all love that. We all like that. We all save it. But <laughs> strategy is, you know, it's different and it actually brings a lot of benefits. It's just something that, as you say, is not as sexy, but it doesn't mean that it's not as important, if not more. Mm -hmm. So thank you for mentioning that yeah. because... It's a good reminder that we need. <laughs> Can I ask you then, on the back of that, of the answer that you gave me, actually, if somebody wanted to start Facebook ads, either again, with support or by themselves, and now they're thinking, okay, I'm just starting, and maybe I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give us some help here because obviously we need to think about it. Maybe it's more brand awareness. Like I'm not necessarily, you know, fully sure about which product I want to push and stuff. I just want to basically like grow my audience and, and kind of almost test it. With this type of, again, overall big 
um, focus. What would you say could be, as you say, like a good type of ad or a good metric to look for? You know, because obviously, as you say, you can have different uh, objectives. So if people were starting out and just trying to get the feelers, what would be a good objective to look for just to get them to try and start it for themselves? Yeah, I mean, I would never, unless you've got a huge budget and you're a massive brand, I would never say just run an ad campaign with like awareness, like this is who I am. I would always say run an ad campaign where you're actually trying to get people to do something because then you're going to be able to measure results. You can't really measure awareness. Like Facebook will say that there's an uplift of people knowing who you are, but you know, you don't really know. What you want to do is promote something where you're asking somebody to do something. So what I would say is if you were just testing the waters, make it a really easy thing for somebody to sign up for. So, for example, maybe if you have an email list running an ad campaign to get people to sign up to your email list. So maybe using like a lead magnet, if you have like a free download of something or if you have like a free resource, like a free meditation, a free yoga flow, a free something like that, where you're giving people something in exchange for their email, that's a really great place to start because it's really measurable how many people signed up to your email list. Um, and it's also something that's appealing to people. You know, you're gonna be attracting your ideal client because hopefully that lead magnet is gonna really speak to them and it's gonna be super relevant to what you do. So yeah, I'd say promote a lead magnet as, as a really great first step. And obviously then that's going to support your final product or offering, whatever that is. Love it. Love whenever lead magnets come into the picture, I'm always really happy. So yeah, that's, <laughs> that's an excellent idea as well. And I think, as you say, it really allows us to have something measurable that we can actually see clearly for ourselves. Even better, obviously you can, you can track also like, you know, if you use our a tracked link or a bit.ly link or even sometimes mm -hmm. just for the link yourself you can see what people are clicking so there are ways to make it even clearer for yourself which i think is key yeah before i ask you to tell us even more how can people find out more about you and ask you all the questions there's the last question the final okay. right ready yeah this is the hardest one and you were like mm, oh, the trivia one was hard right if you could have brunch with anyone dead or alive who would that one person be? <laughs> um, who would that one person be? Okay, so this isn't really going to be massively like an, a very, yeah. I'm like totally obsessed with Russell Tovey. I just love him. I love him. I know he's gay, but I am in love with him. So I just pick him. Not because we're going to talk about anything in particular with regards to business. I know that's probably, you're hoping I was going to say something more in depth, but... I just love him and I pick him. Absolutely not. I wasn't open for that. I, I, I'm loving every single answer. And trust me, we, we went from, from Elvis all the way to obviously David Attenborough. It had to come at some point. Seriously, there's no wrong answer. So that's absolutely perfect. Sometimes all you want to do is just put a smile on your face whilst you're eating food. With <laughs> well, now, so I know, fine. I now I want to know what other people have said in case... <laughs> Now you're going to listen to all the episodes, get to the end of each and every one of them and write them all down. And then you figure out, and then you'll have the biggest like I brunch still party. I by my answer. <laughs> thank you so much for taking the time. And also thank you so much for being so candid about giving us a bit of guidance because I think it's, it's a big topic that a lot of people feel a bit, you know, overwhelmed by when they kick off with it. So I'm sure the listeners got loads of guidance. If people Amazing. want to find out more about you, and ask you questions and kind of check out some of the stuff you mentioned 
where should they go yeah yeah so i would say go and follow me on instagram at the underscore digital underscore yogi if there's anybody working in the wellness yoga space and wants to learn more about marketing and business then i've got a podcast called the digital yogi podcast and if anybody wants to inquire about maybe facebook ads training then go onto my website and you'll see ways that you can work with me on there including like that over my shoulder do you call it like a package training that i do so the digital yogi.co.uk thank you so so much no worries great to talk to you thank you so much for listening Don't forget to check our show notes for more juicy goodness about this episode. If you loved it, please take some time to give us five stars on iTunes. And make sure that you let us know your ha-has and takeaways on Instagram at creativeimpactco. Also, you can find out more about us on our website at creativeimpact.group.